Hello everyone and welcome to the 12th episode of Smarketing Labs. Today we're going to be talking about the problems that you may face when you're starting up a new business. The first problem that you might face when starting a new business is getting known online and getting an online profile and reaching your target audience. First you've got to make sure that you have a loyal fan base and you can do this by being loyal to the first people who get to know you. For example, if you get a few connections on LinkedIn and they've bought your product before or been in contact with you or supported you, you need to return that support. So if they grow big or they already have a big online profile, they can give you a shout out or tag you in stuff and then that will then boost your online profile. So in order to build one, what you have to do is you have to make sure that you build a strong profile, like Charlotte said, and then after you've done that, you go and advertise what you're trying to do and what you're trying to sell to the world so that the world can see, as well as online people, can see what type of service and products you're trying to sell them. And then this can also eliminate just one-time buyers. And then you can, after you eliminated the one-time buyers, you can also get loyal fans and loyal customers who will keep buying your services a good example is like apple uses their services which is mainly advertising phones because it's a phone company even though they do have other technologies that sells to the customers but their main selling point is the the iphone or the ipad or the macbooks so those three things the macbooks and the ipads are the lesser known technology product that apple sells and the main thing is the iPhones. And the reason everyone likes an iPhone is because it's what it stands for, because it's an Apple product and it is what makes an Apple. So that'll make them uh, get in line and purchase every single iPhones in the next line or next uh, future installment. So adding on to that, the best thing about having an online profile is it's going to help you grow online. So most sales are done online now. So instead of the typical door-to-door, -door, which used to be a thing back in the day, now it's grown onto online. So a lot of people will do online shopping instead of going to a store. So if you have a big profile online, if someone searches up, for example, if you're selling hats and someone searches up on Google hats to buy, you can be the first company that comes up because you've got a large audience online and your website's good online. The next thing that we're going to talk about is what is competitors and how that impacts your business. So we need to know what well, you need to know as a company, as well as an owner, that who are your competitors? So the best way to know who are your competitors is what type of business you are in. And that can be you know, like varied. So it can be like fashion will be tailored to like clothing brands and other like clothing brands and other streetwear that your street competitors will be like uh, Hypebeast and other off-market companies. While your big brand names like Adidas and Nike they are your competitors if you're a small time business. But when I mean small time, I don't mean like small in terms of the scale and the scope. Like in terms of like, it's basically a supply brand that supplies most of the supplies to the big companies like Adidas, Slazinger, or any other brands that you can think of. So after you find out who your competitors are, you'll be able to know what they're trying to do and how are they successful. So you can try and mimic them 
but you don't want to steal that idea because then it won't be looking good on your business so the best way is to know what what their selling point is and then you can do something that's different to them but making your business or company uh, unique so that's the like the best way to find out who your competitors are and i also think something important with your competitors if there's two businesses that sell the same thing and it's around the same quality and they're charging say like 50 pound for a t-shirt and you're charging 80 pound for that same quality t-shirt they're going to go for the cheaper price because obviously people don't want to be wasting the money on just on clothes or whatever product you're selling they need to vary the money and spend it on different things so i think it's important to look at the price that your competitors have and the quality of their products and not only boost the quality but also have a fair price for your customers because you don't want to overprice your stuff because people won't go to you they'll go and who's a little bit fairer and understands the customer and puts their needs first and also with your competitors you don't really want to have colors or designs that clash with theirs as well because people can easily mistake your company and theirs for being the same or being in some sort of partnership or it just doesn't look good so for example if you see a lot of food places like fast food mcdonald's kfc burger king none of their logos look the same none of their colors are quite the same so you need to know who your competitors are so you can watch what they're doing and try and do that times 10 so you're the best in your field so for example if somebody's selling furniture you need to know every single company that will be selling the same thing as you and try and be at the top of that think how can i be above them and be the best for the customers so they will come to me instead of those other companies so adding to that um the, the quantity and the quality is mainly important for your services as well as your products because when you're knowing your customers as well as your competitors you get to know what why is the customer going to the competitors and what makes the competitors unique so you can look into what their quality is and what their quantity is using their service and the products they advertise in their websites by doing that you'll be able to find out what is working for them and then you can try and i guess replicate that result but you got to make sure that when you do look into this quantity and quality is to not always have one one that's higher than the other because if you have too much quantity which is basically a numbers products and you just sell too much of one thing then you won't have that much quality in each of them because it'll be lessened due to the time and effort you spent just increasing the the quality not the quality the quantity of the services that you're trying to sell as well as the products that you are advertising so that's why you're going to make sure there's a balance in what you're trying to sell the next problem that you might face is your budget so when you're starting up as a company you need to know what the end goal is what is this all going to cost that you want to put together for example if you're a clothing brand and you're like i want the best quality i want silk t-shirt and this color i want this dye this type of sewing you need to know can i afford this for a start and how am I going to afford it? So would you pay in installments? Would you pay all at once? Who are you going to hire for it? Or are you going to do it by yourself? So it's really important to know if you have the budget for this, because if you start a business 
and have all these ideas in your head what you're going to make it like and you don't have the budget for it but you start it anyway you're going to fall with a lot of problems and your company is probably not going to last very long because you don't know when you start this company if it's going to be successful or not because some people will think when they create a company or a brand they will think in their head oh it'll get popular and then i'll have the money to pay all this off but that's not how it works because there could be problems for example we've had covid the past two years and a lot of companies have fell flat so you need to make sure that you have the budget to make your company work and not rely on anything just in case there are problems like that and you could just lose your company it could go downhill a lot yeah that's a good the one thing i'll say is that charlotte was right and she was right about that so she needs she was also right another thing that knowing how much it's going to cost will save you a ton of planning because you meant to when you're doing a business or starting up a business you need to plan ahead and if you know what how much money you can spend and invest into making your business as well as advertising and other minor things that can lead up to making your business grow then you were able to basically save quite a lot of investment and pr prevent any business failures because that's what most businesses do if they like put money into the investment of the business and they don't uh, get anything out of it or return of investment is low that just means they were going in, in about it the wrong way and the best way to know that is to know how much one area is going to for example uh, if you're in a if you're a clothes brand and it's a small time small scope business that sells t-shirts and and pants and your competitor is another small time you need to know that how much can you afford to advertise these products as well as what can you do to expand it and if you expand if you expand the business how is it going to be getting paid is it going to pay getting paid by another person or is it going to get paid by loans just like charlotte said or some other form of financial services and by knowing these you were able to make sure that you have a financial plan that will save you time as well as uh, money when you're creating a business and investing and as well as expansion of it so the final problem you might face when setting up a business which i think is probably the most important one is your plan so at the start of the business you need to sit down and think what is the final product i want from this business for example if you work in inbound marketing like we do you need to think this set goal by the end of this i wanted to have helped this many people improve their website or use inbound marketing to boost up the sales boost up the business and get them known on a wider scale if that's your goal you need to think how am i going to get to that what is my set plan going to be because if you go into a business with no plans and you just think oh, I'm, I'm just going to wing it and see how it is it's probably going to fall flat because you need to have a set plan of how you need to do stuff because for example if you're doing a clothing brand or a shoe brand there's order where stuff needs to be made and when stuff needs to be done and if you have other people on your team they also need times and where to be in a place and everything needs to be done in an order so you don't get muddled up so i think it's very important because if you just wing it and 
think, oh, I'll do this later, I'll do this bit later, and you get to the end and there'll be a lot of missing pieces where your company doesn't fit. So a lot of companies could put so much effort and money into the brand itself and then completely forget about the website, the social media, and some of the other points that we've given. Say if the three points we've given, getting known well on social media and online with fans or loyal customers, we've done your competitors and then we've done budget. So then three you need to focus on as a whole for this last one. And if any of them get missed out, none of the others are gonna work. For example, how are you going to build your platform online and get them loyal customers if your budget's not. So all them stuff you need to do together and have a set plan to work your way up and then you will boost your business up very well. So I would like to add to that as well because Charlotte is, yeah, she's right about that. Having a plan will make you 10 times more successful, but you got to also be smart about how you plan it. So the best way to do it is like specific, measurable and realistic as well as time. So using those acronyms, you can find out what type of plan and strategy can be useful for your business to grow as well as expand and what areas that you need to work on. So for example, if your website is very good because you got like resources and other people to help uh, make your website better using SEO and other keyword research or other things that will help you make your website good. But your interaction with the customer when on like face-to-face -face sales, then you won't be as good. So that means that the customer will feel that they can just, it's just better just to buy online than to actually lose uh, value using face-to-face -face and physical interactions. So the best way to do that is by planning. And one of the ways you can do that is to see what the customer is really looking for. So if you're a clothes brand and they just want to see what's the best product and that is the most cheapest as well as that has good quality, then you can see if your idea as a business fits into what they're searching for. Because if it does, then they'll look, they'll definitely buy into you instead of another or another company. Because if a company that neglects those two things, then they'll be not, the customer will feel less likely to go into their business because they'll just feel more underappreciated as well as undervalued. And that's not what you want because that's the opposite of what you're trying to do in sales as well as business. What your main goal is is to win customers. So by planning, you get to easily say, I've got a strategy that will help you trust my business as well as gain you as a follower and a and a loyal customer you, after you've done the smart plans you got to find out how that end destination the end goal how do you reach this so for, if you're starting from a small company that has no website has no resources and no one is helping you and you're just self-employed and you have this massive company and responsibilities that's weighed on you you need to find out who are you going to be able to trust so they can help you as well as gain sales and gain the customers. So you gotta look into where are you are right now and how you can able to make sure that whatever the goal you're trying to do, how can you reach there without, I guess, undermining your performance or the customer. So we hope that everyone watching this who is starting up a new business or trying to improve the business that it does really well and that you all succeed and 
do well in your business and do well in anything that you want to do in your life. So thank you for watching. And again, I'm going to be writing a blog about this podcast. So if you want to read that as well, you can go and give that a read. And also we're doing our podcast on YouTube now. Um, so make sure to subscribe and to like the video and if you turn on the notification bell it'll notify you every time we post but if not we post every Wednesday at 4pm so we'll see you next week for the next podcast. Alright see you guys. Bye. Bye.